0: Can you oh. see <laughs> can you see if we are on slash offbeat when we ride in studio?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey everyone, I'm so excited to have here today my very good friend and fellow motivator Casey. Casey, we were just discussing uh, how to say your last name and despite me knowing you for literally like more than a decade, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I was adding a T. Um, so it's, can you say it?
1: It's Casey Lankson. Something like lanky, Lanksen.
0: I, I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a word used to describe me. So you're the first... Motivator that I'm having. You're the first guest who's also a spin instructor that I'm having Ooh. on. I've, like I've only had one guest, so yeah. it's like it was, I feel like it's still monumental. <laughs> I'm really excited to talk today because I did a podcast episode recently about my own spin journey coming, becoming, becoming mm-hmm. a motivator and starting as a rider, and you know. I think for a lot of people who have a goal to become a motivator, they, or an instructor elsewhere, whatever, they think it's going to be like snapping your fingers and then you arrive and, (laughs) and you're automatically great. And so I sort of told my story about how there's so many challenges you don't realize how, even when you become one, you're still finding your voice. And I, I think as the more we talk about it, the more we can help others sort of along this journey so that mm-hmm. when they do do, when they do get there, they realize that it's sort of this, this long-term thing that they're going to be continuously working at, and it's only helpful to hear other people's stories. So let's get right into it. Great. The floor is yours. I thought, you know, why don't you take us into what, you know, when you first did Spin and what made you fall in love with it and like, you know, the the origin story of Casey becoming a motivator.
1: <laughs> I love that. It's like a little like autobiography. Yeah. do hundred reset. Cool. Um, it's so funny that we're talking about this because I literally came up on my Instagram story archives, like three, like three years ago you did this and I was doing a little boomerang of me getting ready for Taylor's ride back in the day. And it just made me realize like how, how long it took me to get here and how long I've actually been like in a spin room. It's actually, it's like at least four or five years. So, um, if you guys don't know me, my name is Casey and I also work at Lululemon. I've been with the company for about seven years and that really is where I was introduced and really like brought into the light of really kind of Gave me an opportunity to try different studios and really get my name out there in the fitness industry in the sense of that, like trying things out. So I tried boot camps, I tried everything, and I will never forget my first spin class. It was like this metric style ride. I had no idea what to expect. I almost knocked my bike over, and I remember leaving being like, that was garbage. Like, that was absolute garbage. I don't know why I signed up for it. The biggest push that I had for myself was knowing someone in the industry and Sheila, if you're listening to this, I love you. Mm-hmm. She worked with me, um, a lo- alongside with me at Lululemon and really kind of gave me the opportunity to try out a, a new studio that was opening up. And I really started to love it. Like, I love the idea of like all the music and listening to the beat and just like using that 45 minutes to like really unwind mm-hmm. and my journey with spin like really kind of fluctuated within studios. Like I definitely tried a whole bunch of different options. I definitely tried every single instructor, motivator, whatever you'd call them at whatever studio. And when it really hit me that I was really into it was I was working on a project with Lululemon. I was trying to find more male instructors within the city of Winnipeg and someone mentioned Taylor and I slid into his DMS and I said, Hey man, I work for Lululemon. I would love to get to know you. I heard you teach spin. I've never checked out your class, but I'd love just to kind of hear like what your story is. And that was literally like four years ago. Went to his class. Yeah, I literally slid into his DMs. We talk about it all the time. I'm like, he's like, remember that time that like you legit slid into my DMs? I'm like, it's not like that though. It like legitimately was work related.
0: Professional.
1: It was 100 percent professional. 100 percent. Even though like we went to Joey, we went to Joey and had food together and took a selfie. Like it was the most random thing. But anyways, that's cute. I think that our like connection, like our friendship, that was kind of growing from that, like really got me interested in checking out his rides a little bit more and. I don't know what it was. I think I just, like, became a Tay Baby. I, like, <laughs> was, like, going to his classes at least is three to four. What,
0: is that what we call them? We
1: call them Tay Babies. Like, the, the, the diehard Taylor lovers. First of all,
0: let's just put a caveat. We love anybody who is who is such a diehard that they could have a name, a nickname, like, associated with them. So, like, this isn't making fun of anybody. No,
1: not at all. But I embrace it because I was it, yeah, and I continue to support it.
0: we all kind of it. 100%. But I just also want...
1: A, group for myself now. <laughs> a, a bunch of hannah babies hrp H- babies um so i just like kept being really consistent in my mind i was really not considering myself being on the podium mm-hmm. it was more so like i actually made it to the front row and i can do the choreo and i'm having a lot of fun it, it really i i honestly have to give all my credit to Taylor because he was the one that planted it in my ear being like, have you ever considered like teaching? Have you ever considered um, like actually being up on the stage and like instructing others? And if you would have asked me four years ago that I'd be a spin instructor, I would have laughed right in your face. Like I... I,
0: this time frame is like, is shocking me. Like I thought it was like longer than that. No,
1: it was like, I wouldn't say quick. I would say like, it definitely like, I'm happy that it happened when it happened. Like, I wouldn't say that I had other opportunities elsewhere. Like, I was pretty devoted to different studios and really enjoyed being there. It just, like, the opportunity, like, literally was just, like, there. I don't know what it was. I don't know Mm -hmm. what he, like, he just kind of said to me, he was like, you know, think about Wheelhouse. Like, it's this place in Regina. Like, I really want to, like, recreate that kind of, like, feeling here. He didn't really tell me at the moment that that was what was happening. and. I don't know why. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on a road trip. I literally drove to Regina by myself.
0: I think I remember this. I
1: went to Regina by myself, did Lyndon's ride. I think I did Jenna's ride. Love Jenna. Yeah. And I, I just remember being like, thinking like, oh yeah, like I'm so good. Like I'm just going to fit in so well here. And I got so nervous and I, it really like humbled me to know that like, there's different calibers and there's different strengths. And I'm not, I'm not like tying away from Taze because he's, amazing in all, all shapes and how he performs. Yeah. Um, it really just came down to like seeing how, what their environment was. I remember being like feeling so welcome. Like I literally walked in they're like, oh, you must be Casey. Right. And like, yeah. not even knowing who I am mm-hmm. and like introducing them like myself, like having these conversations and it made me really feel welcomed.
0: That's one of the things I love about, wheelhouse in general and like i think sometimes it's funny because these these podcast episodes where i've talked about spin and riding it sounds like a bit of a wheelhouse like commercial Pitch, yeah <laughs> but it's true and i i have been to other studios where you feel like it's a cool kids club and you're not invited and even as a as a seasoned rider somebody who presents as athletic mm-hmm. I'll, i've traveled to other cities walked in and i'm like is anybody going to tell me where the change room is and i feel like so
1: awkward Actually though i had yes. that same experience i literally had and i'm not going to name yeah, the studio gonna name i'm not going to drop anything it's this isn't gossip mm-hmm. i was probably about 6 months into being a motivator And I traveled, and I went to a different studio, and it's a very high-end studio. And I said to them, I, like, signed up for my bike. I was front row. I was really, really excited because I heard such good things about this instructor. I was really just, like, amped to, like, feel a little bit of inspiration. I walk in, and they go, so you're new here. So we actually moved you to the back. We don't allow new riders to be at the front. Oh, my God. And I just said to them, "I'm like, you know that, like— I don't think you know... Like, I'm not, like, trying to pump my own tires, know? but I, do you know who I am? I'm like, do you literally know who I am? Like, have you seen my ad? Like, have you seen me on Instagram? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I said, I was like, I have, like, f- at least three years of spin experience, and they yeah. refused. They still refused, even though I literally said, I was like, I know how yeah. to ride, to choreo, and to the beat.
0: Yeah, that is like... First of all, I mean, like, as an instructor, there's times where, you know, I think because now we've been open for a few years, we we don't have maybe as many new riders popping into every single ride, right? Mm-hmm. But never would I ever insinuate or suggest or, or actively move somebody to a different bike based on their experience. It, of course, it's wonderful to have a veteran who, like, loves to make eye contact because that's, like, my love language is, yeah. like, stare me in the eyes. and like, <laughs> let's connect. Yeah. But, but it's just... I can't imagine. Back to you. So you went to I like, Regina. I
1: went to Regina, had a great time. Um, <clears throat> then it kind of really sparked the idea of, like, community for me, and I think that I speak for myself and for you, Hannah, that, like, I don't see as competition. I really embrace and I really enjoy these other studios, you know, these other instructors, and I would never ever want to create, like, a war or, like, a yeah. some sort of, like, hostile feeling because i really just like i want the best for everyone that's just who i am i like love everyone i yeah. want everyone to just cheer it on
0: well especially with your with your job with lulu like that is a that is a role in itself that is about community connection totally. and yeah. and i mean we we say this internally and so we're just amplifying it now in this in this moment to say that like you know i plan to have other instructors on the podcast like i want i we we all ride together at other studios yeah. We've all like come up to together. We're all friends in some regard. Um, so that's certainly not our perspective. And I don't, yeah. I don't really think it's out there, but I think sometimes even riders may assume that they're, I just want
1: to make sure that yeah. people know that, that yeah. this is not actually how it works. Yeah. yeah. We exactly. all support each other and it literally just like gives me the most joy and like motivation when like I am walking into a ride that I'm about to lead and someone from a different studio is there yeah. because it also teaches me how to be attentive and like how to like actually engage someone who may not actually know what a wheelhouse ride is like. Things like that. Yeah. Um, we're going really off the rails with yeah, this. I love it though. It's this
0: front, front, back, back here. Yeah, and I fucking
1: love it. I live for those four corners. Um, so back to back to Regina. Yeah. Um,
0: Ever come back to Winnipeg? I did.
1: I, you know what? I I decided to come back. I um I really re- I reported back to Tay because I told him that I was going to try this out and I just told him how I felt so connected. I felt so welcomed. I felt so like, it was very inclusive feeling. And I, that was where I was like, Hey, well maybe this actually could be for me. So the final straw the, the final push. This is the funniest story. Um, it was my birthday a couple years ago. I love
0: that I don't know all of this. This is h- oh, like hilarious.
1: Hannah, this is like get ready for this. So um, Tay was teaching at a different studio at the time, and I thought because I was so devoted, I was really riding a lot. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do my own like birthday like class. Oh, like I I, I booked okay. it in, had all my friends come. A lot of people. I think you were you there? I think you might have been there. I
0: think I was there. So.
1: <laughs> It was, like, a private ride. I had everything picked out. It was, And he said to me, he was, like, hey, would you ever consider, like, maybe teaching a few tracks? Yes. And I was, like, maybe. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Stop.
0: Stop. Keep going. Stop. But
1: my best friend, the night before, surprised me with yes. a surprise party. And, I, and I've never had a surprise party given to me. I've never been that surprised Neither in my life.
0: I, and I want one for anybody who's listening. Continue. It <laughs>
1: honestly is, like, I'm an anxious person, and that made me super anxious. But then I went off the rails I got like I drank every sort of I don't drink often I'm just gonna put a quick disclaimer there I'm not a big drinker however
0: moving closer to the microphone to I
1: really am this. I, I want to emphasize this I drank every type of liquor that oh night gosh. got so sick I threw up so much poutine I have,
0: like, a migraine just like thinking about this
1: and then I, I was like oh my god we have this like spin class at 10 a.m. the next day I had to keep a bucket beside oh my, my bike the whole time, I was like on like seven gravels drinking all the Gatorade. And I remember being like, this is the worst <laughs> moment of my life. And all my loved ones are here. <laughs> How is this going to go? And I remember it came to the point where I wasn't prepared. I picked the songs that I wanted. It was oh great. And then I came down to the weight track and I completely screwed everything up. Yeah, weight tracks won't do but that. seeing, but seeing like, how much fun everyone else was having yeah. really, I really fed off that. And that was the moment where I was like, maybe I could do this. Maybe yeah. this isn't like so daunting for me. Maybe this is something that I would, I would like to do. And then
0: it's the moment where you yeah. like actually sort of realize that you, you are kind of a performer. Like, and if you haven't like, it's not like I had this performance background and I think one of the first few times I actually had a microphone in my face, I'm like, "Man, I'm just like cracking jokes and like I'm making fun of myself. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like an exaggerated version of myself, and I never thought that's how I would be. And you can do it even when you're really hungover, which like, not that I've ever done, aka after my birthday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is literally you can like it, you can do anything. Oh my god, it was like it was hilarious, but it really made like before that, like I. I'll be completely honest and say that, like, I'm not the most confident person in myself when it comes to certain things, and when it came to the moment before when, like, Tay asked me, being like, hey, like, would you ever consider yourself, like, ever teaching, I, like, immediately thought, like, I'm a follower, I'm not a leader, like, I'm the person mm-hmm. that, like, wants that, like, I want to, I want to be led by someone. Right. And I think that that moment hung over after my birthday really like (laughs) keyed into me that like I could, I like the the possibility is there. Like I might actually unlock something that I didn't know I could do. And fast forward to now, like
0: it's so interesting when somebody else suggests something for you and it like plants this seed in your mind of like, maybe I could Yeah, I think so often you mentioned not being confident. I think. All of us have struggled with that in some regard, at some point, either feeling like we're an imposter and we yeah. don't deserve to this opportunity, or you know we we don't think we actually could do it. I know there are a lot of listeners who want to be spin instructors, who they've told me. Um, but And I've, I've said that, I've suggested that same thing to certain people, like, have you ever considered teaching? Have you ever considered getting up here? Because I can see that passion. Yeah, And it's just totally. like, you know when somebody's coming here all the time in the front row and they have this desire so it's just it's, I find it really interesting when somebody else suggests something for you and is willing to be a bit of your cheerleader, and I don't think Tay's like one of the best ones that oh exists.
1: My God. He is the biggest cheerleader ever
0: yeah, you're <laughs> like doing great sweetie.
1: Literally, <laughs> he is the Chris, Chris Jenner of Jenner. wheelhouse. And yeah, g-
0: he he pumps everybody else's tires and and you you I think you need that to sort of. Leap into something that is requires you to be really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Or like, you, if you you mentioned messing up with your weight track, that's something we've all felt where we're just like, fuck,
1: <laughs> like <laughs> this, this goddamn like, count, this like, like what? Yeah,
0: where is the four, three, two, one? Like, I've done it before with some of my even like marquee songs. You know that I say that kind of in quotations, but Good the class. tracks, yeah, yeah, the top tracks that I, you're known for, Paradiso, whatever, and some of these ones are have insane drops and. And you're super, you feel completely vulnerable because you're in front of 30 people. Yeah. But I think the beautiful thing is like, so we didn't actually talk about this at the beginning, and I'll probably use it in the intro, but Casey and I met literally in a DJ booth. I think you were friends with uh, John's John, and yeah. Hollywood Hype, and... Yeah. I think this is sort of like the Winnipeg thing, but what's been really beautiful is there's I mean, there's a bit of an age difference, I think five years between us.
1: What year were you born? No, no, don't don't drop that. No fine. <laughs> I was like, um, I feel
0: really I think, vulnerable I think, right now. I think
1: about four, uh, four or five, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'd say five. I
0: feel, there's there is an age a small age gap. There's a gap. There's a gap. There's a gap. And and gap. I'm gonna edit this out. <laughs> 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 And it's it's been really it's so I don't think there's anything better than seeing somebody like flourish. And I know that this is something that you're meant to be doing. Oh, and stop. <laughs> But keep going. <laughs> and it's been really cool to have this like friendship where we knew each other, us both kind of getting to spin, both sort of find our voices and, and do it then on the same team is is amazing. Yeah. And to see you you know, you said you're not confident in certain areas to be, to be so confident on the bike. And like more than that, like impact people's lives. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I don't think that we're being more, um, we're trying to be like more self-important, but I, I, I know that I get like hundreds of DMS in a month about the impact. Yeah. a ride has had on somebody. Totally. And like, yeah. not just a small message, like paragraph yeah. yeah. messages yeah. that require me to like, to sometimes take a moment, like think how I want to respond and respond to them. And I know that you are a very like motivational motivator too. Mm-hmm. So that the, the, like the emotion, the feels, the depth, all that stuff is, is how you lead. That's how I see you as a
1: motivator. Yeah. I think I, I, think I do too. And it's so funny cause I, I'm planning my live ride for um, the next couple weeks. And I was thinking about, it, I was like some of these messages, some of these things that I try to drive through to people, I'm not trying to sound selfish, but I'm actually driving it to myself and I need it more than they need it in that moment. (laughs) Honestly, like we can have, we're going to have a whole second episode about my love life or that lack thereof. Like we're going to talk about it. Um, (laughs) but it's just like, it's, it's that feeling to know that like other people are also feeling that way or are also connecting to potentially your same problem or your, your topic. Like there's, you know, like I always say like, My favorite, like, song that, like, I remember, like, hit me so hard before I started teaching and then I bring it into my rides now is, um, Falls by Adeza, like, the Cascade remix. Like, you know, like, life will throw you any curveball, anything at you. You are in control of, like, how you react to it. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're pushed down to the ground, are you going to stay there or are you going to get back up? Like, and that goes for me, too. Like, you know, my through training and getting into where I am today. Like I have gone through so many ebbs and flows of like, am I doing this? Is this the right thing? Am I mm-hmm. good enough? Like, like you always, you're always going to have these like thoughts in your head or you're going to have these like counteractive feelings, mm-hmm. but you're going to fight through them. Like regardless of what you yeah, think. And,
0: and you can, you can choose not to yeah. like, you can let them eclipse you and literally like swallow you up. hundred
1: percent. Yeah. And
0: what I, what I always say, and and I think you would agree with this is like, like if you, if you allow these fears to make your decisions for you, or mm-hmm. if you allow a one failure to make your decision for you of like getting back up or not or persevering or not or whatever, like then you're never going to grow and 100%. it's it's going to rule your life and it's going to be actually become like more powerful than the situation may have even been because you're just allowing it to control every future decision yeah. because you're carrying it with yeah. you versus just saying that sucked. I got to get up and, like, try again. Yeah. I think spin, like, allows us to do that. Because yeah. when you and I have experienced these things, like, these little, like, miss can't, like, not counting incorrectly or. <sighs> Biggest. Would-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Something so little for you, like, you probably don't even notice while you're riding if you're listening and you're it's a rider. A ride, yeah. But it, like, literally destroys, destroys you. As a motivator. You're like, destroys. I let them down. <laughs> I am a failure. Oh. But, like, I'll even, like, go, like... Yeah. Like, when we go back to my journey, like, I'll talk a little bit more about, like, when I first... Like, when we first started to open, like, mm-hmm. how emotional that was for me and how hard that was well, for why me. why don't we just
0: get there now? Why don't we just get Yeah? There okay. Now? Well, yeah.
1: I want to go back because, like, the the is the really cute. Yeah. But, like, what, okay, anyway. So, fast forward. So, then I... In Regina, I did come back. (laughs) Uh, But I did go back there one more time because that was when I really started to kind of connect with Kyle and Linden and, like, followed everybody on Instagram. Like, really started to hear their stories. And I made plans with Taylor to go to the rooftop rides. (laughs) We were going to go on a date. Mal, if you're listening to this, this is not the case. It's all brotherly love. Anyways, um... He had a last minute work thing and I ended up going by myself to the rooftop right. rides. I
0: remember that. This is
1: before like Wheelhouse Winnipeg was really a thing. Like it was like yeah. more of like a, a fiction, rumbling. a rumbling, like yeah. a figment it's of like my Narnia. imagination. Yeah, it was for sure Narnia. Yeah. And I remember being there being like, This is like an event. I'm by myself. Why did I do this? Yeah. And then all of a sudden four people I know from Winnipeg were there. Life was grand. And Lyndon comes up to me and goes, You did the first two rides you're doing the third ride. Do you want to be front row center? And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. He goes, I put your shoes front row center. And I kid you not. I was like, I was riding beside like Michael Betteridge, who's a motivator in Regina. And he is like literally a powerhouse. Him and I had a hard heart the other day. And I like, he inspires me so much. He is such, Everybody. oh my God. He is yeah. like, his he did a, I did his uh, thirty minute ride the other listen, day. It's called the Sprint so I, Part 2
0: so I,
1: so Michael. I'm gonna make you listen to this podcast because I need you. Like I'm hyping you up, but I also need to know how much physical pain I've been in right now since that. Um, but I rode beside him, and I remember being like, I am like I'm riding beside these like people who are motivators. Like, am I gonna be good enough? And I remember I randomly got like a there was like a shot of me in like the video of me like riding in the center with everyone, and I remember being like, oh my god, I'm like this is I think this is it. I think I'm ready for this. And
0: I remember that. Yeah. I remember That video. It's funny because, like, all this is kind of coming back to me. Yeah.
1: And, it's like kind oh, of like I'm you're coming
0: back to me <laughs> now. Um, it is because it's. I was around, but I. It's not like my story, but I remember Casey going to the rooftop ride. I remember this being like a thing of wondering, will it happen? Will it won't happen? Like, we were all sort of hoping that Wheelhouse would come to fruition, but it didn't. So this was a moment that you felt sort of validated. Yeah. And maybe seen. Yeah. And, like. Like, you found your place.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say that. I think that, like, it made me feel like I am capable or I am accepted, if that makes sense. Like, I was, like, I didn't think I would have the... Balls to, like, actually be front row center and, like, something, like, so special like that. Like, there was, like, people who were, like, so excited for this ride. Like, they're diehard, like, wheelhouse riders. And, like, that little piece of sentiment, like, Lyndon, thank you so much, um, that really made me feel so important. And, like, that little teeny tiny gesture of you saying, I put your shoes on this bike. This bike is yours. Yeah. Like, it, like, literally made me feel like a king. It made me feel so good about myself. Like, I was worthy of being here. And I, like... I I had so much fun and I really wish we could do it here like I'm dying for another one like let's get COVID over with like let's get this taken care of and let's do it again let's
0: just take care of it already take care of it
1: it. like get away COVID (laughs) you're ruining our lives but honestly um and then I remember being away I remember being away for my one of my best friend's weddings Diana if you're listening to this I love you so much um I love
0: that you're just like shouting I'm shouting them out because I
1: really want I really want them to know like I (laughs) I I'm like, I just like, I love everyone. The
0: highest rated show. Cause I like, so. I spoke about you. I spoke and about
1: you. Like, Come listen to this quick little hype, quick little like drop. Um, but I remember I was, I was out of the city and I, I was at clear Lake for this, for this amazing morning. I had such an amazing weekend. I remember weekend. that too. Yeah. <laughs> and so I get like a text from, from Tay being like, Hey, what's your address? I'm like, dude, I'm out of the city. Like, what do you need from me? And he goes, just like, don't ask questions. Can you just give me your address? And I was like, like, do you want to meet my parents? Like, yeah. is this happening? <laughs> this is happening Mal me. again, just brotherly <laughs> love. And so I get home from this weekend and I see this box wrapped in black with this white sign that says, to Casey, love wheelhouse. And immediately I was like, excuse me, like, what is this? And like, are you like asking me to be like a people team member? Like, is yeah. this actually going to happen? And I open up the box and there's a black hoodie with a wheelhouse logo and my name on it. And this no- beautiful note, I still have it. It was just like Casey, like it's. A, it was like amazing to see how far you've come and how ho- like devoted you are to spin right now. And like I would love to see you do this. Yeah. Like, would you want to be a motivator? And I remember reading that note. I
0: literally have chills.
1: This is not a real thing. Like, I don't know how this is be- like actually a thing. And like the journey it's been since then, like yeah what like I remember like being at that like scoot around boardroom table like talking about our plans and like there was like emotional moments where like some of us cried like it was just like it was just such a like breath of fresh air being like oh my god like I'm included in this
0: yeah It, it was it was really cool because I think like a lot of us had we were craving a different kind of studio and we couldn't quite articulate it and like I think I think part of like community over competition is understanding that each studio has its own unique qualities that are amazing. Hundred percent. And this was kind of a, an amalgamation of everybody because I was teaching at a studio, others were teaching at other studios, and we came together and we're like, we wanted we want something a little bit different. Yeah. And we're really excited to to be together and do this, and it was. I felt like it was all equal. Like, there was no hierarchy. There was no, like, you know, somebody has five years of experience teaching and others don't. And
1: It's so funny you say that. Like, I remember going into that boardroom. I was the only person, let's put this on record, I was the only one in that room that didn't have any background in teaching. Right. Everybody else had some sort of background. Yeah. And I remember walking in, and this is just me being me, like, I was like... Oh my God, I'm lesser than. Immediately, I was... Like, that was just, like, my first thought, I think like, my natural
0: reaction yeah. to, like, to, like, most situations where you're... Yeah, you're, like, I'm like so yeah, yeah, I'm new. Who am I to be doing this?
1: Oh, I was scared shitless. Yeah, like, I, I was excited. Even, are they
0: going to take away the hoodie? Like, it's like...
1: Like, are they going to burn it? <laughs> yes. Are they, like, rip my name off, like, the arm? Like, is that actually going to be a thing? Yeah. And it was very intimidating to start, but, like, obviously, like, riding with most of these people, like, I was at your class before that. Yes. You know, I was... I did... I was at Taylor's. I was at Julia's. I was at Allison's. Like, I literally... Every single person in that room, besides Beth, um, yes. I rode with. Like, mm-hmm. I I had some sort of relationship with. So there was that, like, you know, like, friendship side of thing that was great. It was more so, like, me versus me in that moment. Being like, yeah. I... Why am I here? I want to be here. Yeah. And then they're just, like, fighting if that makes sense.
0: No, that, that... That makes total sense. Like... Yeah. We... We talk about this in spin. But, like we're often our worst enemy. Yeah. We are the, the voice in our head is so much louder than anyone else's. Yeah. And especially when somebody else is being like, you deserve to be here. This voice that could be fueled by anxiety or whatever it is. Self-doubt is saying,
1: yeah. am Do I really? You? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> you know? The voice was higher. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And so it's, you're always, you're in a constant battle with that, but especially in moments where you're being given something you actually want and desire and have worked hard for, it sort of provides the, the ammo and the questions for you to doubt yourself. And you have to learn to like say, shut the fuck up. And like, literally just
1: literally like stop telling me these things. (laughs) Like it was more so for me being like, this was literally the most vulnerable I could have been because this Every single idea or concept of being an instructor, a motivator, being that person, I never thought I could be. Yeah. Like, I never expected myself to be. I never was. So that, like, it wasn't necessarily, like, I think of doubt. It was more so, like, the the fear of being so new right. and being so raw in that situation, being like, I have no clue what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, you do. Like, you do a bit. Di- like, a bit. Like, a you're, bit like, but, you're, like... like, like as, I think... I think we often discredit our own experiences because, yeah. like, as a rider, you have ridden. You at this point, you had ridden a time. You had even, even count. Caught uh, hungover. <laughs> I ran a
1: ride where I didn't ride even, ride. I don't even. I don't even remember what I said.
0: You, as a rider, you do bring a certain a certain amount of experience. I think sometimes the, the mistake people make is either they they place too much weight on that experience and think that they almost like overestimate their own abilities and the, the, the fall from this sort of like pedestal of like, I've been riding for five, six years. That, that was my experience was like, I'm going to be so great because I'm a DJ and I know like whatever. And I'm like, whatever, it's gonna be great. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, there's a steep learning curve. Or you feel like who am I to be doing this? And you're constantly questioning yourself. And sometimes it's almost a collision of those two things happening at the same time. And you're yeah. like, why isn't this coming easier? Yeah. It's so hard. Why am I doing this? Like, it's, that's sort of what I talked about in my experience. So anyways, yeah. continue, boardroom, scoot around. <laughs> Shout I, out to I, Taylor knows dad. I
1: gotta Carrie, say it. Yeah, Carrie, yeah. you're, tr- if you're listening, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> that should be, if I make a podcast, <laughs> that should be what it's called. If you're listening, I love you. Um, that's amazing. Okay. It should I'm, be a theme I'm, ride. Can you keep that? Can you keep that on there? Yes. Um, I think like. Like if we, if we go back to the boardroom style and like getting into the idea of training, like that got me super excited. And then training at the yoga bar was super fun. So we trained at the yoga bar, um, because there was really no space for us to train otherwise. And Heather is a saint and she like gave us, blessed us with that space. And I had so many random memories in there. Like
0: I talked about that on too, yeah. and I was like, you know, it was a wonderful place. I just, the bikes drove me crazy. The bikes drove me crazy. This is literally like,
1: I think I uh, fell off once.
0: Uh, wouldn't yeah. shock me because i i feel like my body wasn't made for them i think i was too tall i felt too tall and yeah. kind of like and especially coming from stages bikes and i really liked schwinn bikes before this because at the other studio you just get used to the things you like and any as an instructor i've realized as motivator i realized i'm very particular about equipment and sound and Same. everything Same. <laughs> it's crazy oh
1: it's 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 actually like annoying
0: it is annoying i will go to a studio
1: and be like fuck I'm having a bad experience because of my own perception yes. like my own idea of like what a perfect spin class would be with this yes. with this certain bike yes these certain lights yeah oh, so annoying. yeah
0: so this yoga bar was graciously given to us when oh. we didn't have another place to go and yeah. I mean what was what was your feeling like because we all I, I talked a bit about this again in my in my first uh, episode of talking about my own stuff but like it was really... We almost, like, broke ourselves down. Like, not in an emotional way, but, like, we broke... We stripped ourselves away a bit because we had to kind of learn the wheelhouse way of doing things. Yeah. Like, a wheelhouse ride. Yeah. Um, we all came from different backgrounds. Some of us were teaching at certain studios and literally, like... Or no
1: background. <laughs> or no background.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we came there and we had to, like, we gave each other feedback, which isn't always easy to do oh. or receive.
1: Yeah, 100%. And you
0: have to be really vulnerable, again, to... to to be open to hearing other people's opinions and to, like, see their faces kind of as you're speaking and, like, how <laughs> your they're... Eyes, like,
1: glazing? Yeah, you, oh. you,
0: you can see the moment where they disconnect from you and and you're trying to learn and, and build your confidence. It's, it's a, such a hard thing to go through training. So it how is. did you start to feel as you were training and getting on the yeah. microphone and all that sort of stuff?
1: Um, bad. No. <laughs> like, it, it, it definitely was, like... It definitely was a reminder of, like, how... I really need to be confident in myself from the get-go. If you don't know me, I'm a very emotional person. And I'm very, I don't want to say I'm sensitive. I am to certain degrees. When it comes to feedback, I am very open to it. Sometimes I might react to it depending on who it's delivered by, how it's delivered, this, this, and this. And yeah, of
0: course, you're not gonna be perfect Yeah, receiving exactly. feedback because yeah. the person giving the feedback is not gonna be perfect either.
1: Exactly. And yeah. like I find that like and like especially like with working for Lululemon, like we're so feedback based that like I've learned so much since then. But it was just like it was such a, a an awakening for me to be like that vulnerable. Yeah. And like I kept questioning, like, am I actually supposed to be here? Am I actually like doing well? Am I actually proceeding? Are they just saying that before they like give me the cut? Like, is that like actually yeah. a thing? Um,
0: yeah. Again, that mind, like, is, like yeah, you.
1: it's like, yeah. Yeah. And crazy. like, I had no experience on a microphone. I,
0: and this wasn't to be clear, this wasn't like the best case scenario where we're stepping into like, you know, we're learning how to drive fast cars and you step into a Porsche. We're like, we're, we're in a studio that isn't really built for the experience that we want to deliver the The microphone the pack remember it was weird yeah and,
1: then, yeah. and we couldn't really
0: hear ourselves we didn't have a monitor Like it
1: was also late we, we like trained late? from like 8pm to 10pm Monday, 1030, Tuesday and, like, 10.30 some, some
0: of us were like I, I remember I hadn't left the studio that I was teaching at yet like when there was a, there was a, a small amount of crossover and like had come from another studio, come to this. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. So A lot of riding
1: like, too. Like, a, a lot, lot of, of riding
0: because we each would teach, you know, a few tracks. So, so it was yeah. hard.
1: Yeah, it was definitely hard. I, um, when I look back at it now, if I were to go back to that situation, I think that like, given my experience now, the feedback and the feeling would have been a little bit more positive. I think it was just more so my own thoughts going into it being like, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And the turn or the spike really like fast forwards on to like when we open, but, um, there was also like at one point I remember doing one song, I think it was walk alone by rude mental. And I got off the bike for a second to like really like spit something out. And I don't know why I did it, but I still remember like looking out and like seeing like you seeing Anna, seeing like everybody like smiling. And like, yeah. that was the moment where I was like, I am doing okay. Like I am pushing, like I am growing. And that really like took a big weight off my shoulders being like, of course I'm not gonna be perfect from the get go. I'm not gonna like turn on this mic and be like this beautiful, like Angela Davis from army. (laughs) Like I'm not going to be that person. Like I need to learn. Angela Davis
0: was once not Angela Davis. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I didn't think of it that way. I was like, Oh my God, these people already have these expectations because they've taught before, blah, blah. It was just like, it was a battle between myself and that's all it really was. Um,
0: what what do you think changed for you, like coming out of like because we all have these battles with ourselves, and I have to. What I do is I work really hard at at like being contrary to that voice that's mm-hmm. saying you yeah. know this is oh this is terrible and the sky is falling. And I have a very anxious voice. It's kind of like oh my god, but well, what if I found this is like yeah, and it's I have to be like. No, everything's fine. Yeah. We're fine. This is going to be fine. And I like have to just almost reassure myself yeah. in inwardly. And I, I try to do this thing that I don't like to call fake it till I make it, but I say, practice it until you become it. And so there's this whole thing about, um, uh, if you take on a Superman pose or if you change your body posture before you go into a stressful situation, you'll actually improve the outcome of the situation because you're so sort of taking on this like confident pose. Yeah. Is there something you learned through training or through the beginning of teaching that helped you sort of come combat that like inner voice that was asking you to, you know, yeah. step aside and say you're not enough or yeah. whatever.
1: Um, I'll be like completely honest in saying that, like there, I could probably count at least 10 times where I thought of like throwing in a towel for my own reasons. And I honestly think it was the time when, like Taylor and Lyndon, like like like, was giving were giving me feedback like personally, like outside of training. And I think it was Lyndon. I don't remember if it was Lyndon or Taylor, but they said like you gotta like believe in yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like we picked you for a reason.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was like kind of the spark. Was like okay, like I am okay. Like I am doing all right. Like I am progressing. Like I am here for a reason. Yeah. And that ebbs and flows like that, obviously like in training, so different than teaching in front of people, teaching in front of people is so different than teaching in a new studio. Like there's just like so many things that like kind of was like rolling with it. And I'll definitely dive into that a little bit more, but like the training, like when I look back at it now, like it really shaped me to who I was, but it really created this beautiful connection between all of us when we first started out. Like I, There was no bad blood. There was just, like... It was just, like... There was so much hype. There was just so much excitement for the idea of, like, what Wheelhouse was going to be. And, like, that was all it was. Like... Yeah. I was excited to go because, like, I get to see my people. Like, I I get to see these people that, like, every day...
0: literally could not agree more. I remember leaving training one time, and and Annie and I uh, lived close to each other at one point. And... She witnessed me like dipping and pumping. Like I did that too,
1: too. I remember <laughs> driving down Roblin and seeing you. We both did the same thing. I remember that like precisely.
0: <laughs> it's like just you leave on such a high. And if anybody's going through training right now, or I, I mean, maybe you're not because of COVID, but like if you're, if you have been through training, like I invite you to reflect upon those lessons you learned because often they're reflected in your future, you know, as we're talking about like that that battle that's always going yeah. on internally. It, I don't think it ever goes away. No, I remember being at your first ride. I was oh like, I'm a Rosa I side rider.
1: About that. I
0: don't. I thought you were amazing. I was like, <laughs> I thought you were amazing. You had love gang. You had a few other, tra- I think you, had. I love, client. I
1: love gang still to this day. is like one of my like bangers. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to go into that now okay. because of the hype, like the warehouse rides, like yes. that was really my first taste of teaching. And, I remember not feeling, like, up to the athletic ability as I thought I could be. I kept getting off the bike because I didn't think I could, like, continue on, like, teaching, yeah. like, being on the bike and teaching and speaking, whatever. And I remember team mentioning that to me, t- like, hey, like, you know, I really want you to focus on, like, staying on the bike while teaching, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what, if it was just, like, an internal thing of me being, like, I'm not mm-hmm. at that caliber yet. I need to, like, get off the bike. Or if I literally just gas myself. <laughs> Like, by going way too hard. I think,
0: I think it's actually like a mental thing because I think it often was, honestly. It, I think it's actually pretty rare that we will hit that wall where we physically cannot continue, but I know that I'll often be scared of of getting there and not being able to continue. Mm-hmm. And so i'll'll you'll it's almost like you bail before the crash happens, right? Yeah you're just like, I don't Just want to pull see the, the Pull, pull, pull the Yeah, get, Um, and I remember doing that At the At the warehouse rides too I think I was like I was almost so excited That I felt like I was going to throw up Like I literally was like I'm, Yeah I, I can't I'm jumping on my skin And so I need to get off There the were side. so
1: many factors too There was like, a lot of like, factors Yeah the podium for the motivator was like a crate, and it Thank rattled <laughs> a couple of times to the point where I almost fell off. It was also super hot in there; it like was, it was like it was it wasn't it was a warehouse. There was yes. no ventilation. It was wonderful. I loved it. I want to go back so bad. Like yeah. I would love to recreate it again. Um, but that really like really like opened up the eyes to me because I remember like I remember and like Michael again. If you're listening to this, I love you. Michael Des and Shanks came. They drove brave. down for, like, yeah. one night just to come check out the warehouse. Yeah. And I remember they were front row for mine, and I played Matches. Yes. If you don't know what Matches is, look up Matches, Max Seller Remix, Cash Cash. It is a staple. Like, Michael literally defined Wheelhouse with that song. Yeah.
0: that's that <laughs> that, song that, is an anthem. that song is an anthem. And that choreo is an anthem. And I... I, I this is literally no shade to anybody else, but I see that choreo being used with that song and other places. And I'm like, that's Michael Betteridge. Literally. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: He's a pioneer of matches. Like,
0: trademark Michael Betteridge.
1: <laughs> but I remember being in the warehouse and I planned this thing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a confetti cannon. And the first <laughs> match as choreo comes on, I'm going to do it. But in that moment, I remember like letting it off and there's a video of me doing it. And I had this like doubt. Like I was like, Michael is here watching me do it. And I'm not even on the bike doing it. Mm-hmm. There was like the, like, did I let him down? <laughs> did I piss him off? Oh did I not gosh. do it justice? And I'm like, well, I'm so
0: funny. The I'm sh- so hard we on myself. It's yeah. Like, it's so funny. The bullshit we say it's like, yeah. Cause literally, you know, people like Michael and Des and, and all those people. I, I mean, remember they, they came to training too, to help us, which was wonderful. And, and, and Alex and ask Barbie. Oh, right.
1: Yeah, we did a choreo, oh, choreo you know, workshop I, with her. I wasn't
0: there. I wasn't there for whatever reason. I can't remember why. And I... I, I think
1: you were on a trip. You were somewhere. God. I think you were not there.
0: I was not there. <laughs> I was like, where, where the fuck was I?
1: Alex, I if you're listening, I love you.
0: Alex, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> How many people... Have we, I'm going to have to tag everybody. Um,
1: Literally. Yeah,
0: it's it's funny the, the bullshit stories we tell ourselves about needing to either impress... Or fulfill some other's expectations that they've actually never even articulated to us, but we just feel like we need yeah. to, you know, make them proud because we're people pleasers, and like that's that's who we are, right?
1: I and, am the biggest people pleaser. Yeah, but that's my life.
0: And so you you tend to you as being like the like the general you like tends to can live your life based on what you think will make other people happy or impress somebody else, when sometimes they just don't even care. Like, I'm sure. Like, if I were to see somebody leading a track, like, I remember you led, a, like, a mashup of parody, so Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, <laughs> the Machine, and you sent me this cute message, like, I hope I did it justice. I'm like, like, this is so, this is not, yeah. I, I, A, I don't own the song, and B, like, yes, yeah. and whatever way you would have done it would have been perfect for you. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: like, totally. It's anyways, so weird. It's a, it's a spin thing.
0: Back to the confetti cannon. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I... <laughs> Again, I feel like tangents, especially in a podcast, are, like, such a good thing. Because it really, like, takes you away and then brings you back in. You have to listen to the whole thing. That's you have to. Yeah. I just remember, like, getting some good feedback. But also getting some, like, constructive feedback. And then that was when I was kind of, like, getting those doubts. Like, the like, yes. idea of, like, fuck, I'm not there yet. Fuck, I'm not there yet. And the breaking point, I remember, and I legitimately had a breakdown. I... We were doing, like, a, a sound test here. We didn't have our bikes yet. We had the bikes from the warehouse, and we invited a bunch of people to come and check it out. And we had to test a song, and it was—we had like a certain time plan. Things happened, and it was kind of getting pushed back. And I was so anxious because I had to work that evening mm. for like it was like it was like holiday. Right, so I was like yeah. like doing some sort of like planning in the evening. And I'm like I need to go now or else I'm not gonna be able to go. And I completely fucked up everything about that song. And then I got up and left. And tay I remember sat me down the next day, being like, "I think that we just need to like I think you just need to ride more. I don't think we're going to give you a time slot when we first open, and that literally I remember like bawling my face off when I left the next day being or like left the, like the the studio being like i I let them down. Like I let the studio down. Like I'm not good enough. Like I'm mm-hmm. not, if I'm not there with the rest of them, then what am I? You know, like what, what do I need to do to like actually like be taken seriously? But I look back at it now It's because I actually did need the time. Like right? I actually did need the work, but in the moment I remember being so gutted and so like defeated. I'm like, I put all this time and work. Like what did I, how do I need to continue on? And that was just me to react to the feedback. Cause like, I look back at it now. If he would have said that to me now, knowing what I know now, I would have been okay with it.
0: It's, it's so funny when you're like, if I knew, if I know the outcome, if I knew yeah. the outcome, like would I have like reacted differently? And, but, but also like give yourself some credit because yeah. feedback is, is so hard to take. Yeah. It is, is the hardest thing to take. Like yeah. I get feedback from friends. Like you've given me feedback before I've gotten feedback from Same. anybody. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, sometimes you're like, but uh, uh, and, and immediately because if you're a caring person, if you're an empathetic person, if you're a people pleaser, all of those factors, if you have any levels of anxiety, yeah like it, you immediately feel failure and yeah. like you failed yeah, that's and me. then it's, this goes into this downward spiral and it's so hard to like get yourself out of it. And I do remember that. I do remember being like, like you've always been a person I've believed in wholeheartedly yeah. and since I've known you since like the get go. And it's like, you just like, I can see this future for you. This is a rough patch. Like this thing is a rough patch, but I can see this. And and like, here we are now today where you have legions of followers (laughs) and legions of people who come to your ride, who don't come to mine. who don't come to other people's. And it's, you've carved out like this whole space for yourself.
1: Yeah. Like I, I really appreciate that moment now. Like, I really appreciate how vulnerable I was and how I knew to react in that situation because it really built me into who I am today. And I, it sounds so like cookie cutter being like, oh, you know, I just like, I didn't give up, blah, blah, blah. But like, you didn't, I, but like, I really like considered quitting. I I remember like, pull, like thinking about pulling the towel, thinking about like, you know, like I, I did my best. Like, I obviously am not cut out for this, 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 and this, but like. I remember having a second conversation with like Taylor Lennon and being like, and like Taylor and Lennon, if you're listening, I love you. (laughs) I for (laughs) sure. I'm going to make this a podcast. (laughs) Um, I just remember that be like, why are you being, I remember like, why are you being so hard on yourself? Like we obviously picked you for a reason. We obviously chose you for a reason. Yeah. Like, and why so are you thinking had, about giving up now? So at you this know? point they'd
0: had a few conversations yeah. where I was like, you need to believe in yourself. Yeah. You need to believe in yourself. Yeah. And so there was almost like, like at the very beginning warehouse rides. And then yeah. this point. Yeah, And so I, I almost feel like it might've been more of a development of confidence because it was, like, for sure. once you're confident, once you have like some wins under your belt, it's amazing how the skill follows, Yeah, you know, because it's like, yeah. it's almost in my opinion, in my experience, fear will inhibit your skill. Yeah. Where you you'll become smaller and you'll become less like you won't commit to a beat drop or you won't commit to a message <laughs> yeah. because you're yeah. like, oh, "I just want to leave options open in case whatever, yeah. you know." And yeah. it's, so it's really funny how once you just have this level of confidence, it's almost like the rest kind of just like trickles behind it.
1: Well, 100%. Like I, you know, like I I think all of us, even to this day, it's more so, like, a consistent... Like, not critique, but, like, you obviously, like, you're like, okay, I could have done this better, or, like, what can I do to be better, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just, like, it's a growth mindset. Yeah. It's a
0: lifelong journey of improving.
1: And, um, like, even, like, thinking of the idea of, like, my spin voice. Like, I remember when I first started off, like, they really... So, basically, they incorporated, like, a a time slot for me, but they wanted me to, like, do, like, co-leads, just to get comfortable. I remember I did one with you. I did one with with Annie. I did one with Lyndon. And i like listening to a video of being like, that is my voice right then. Like, what?
0: <laughs> Listen, every podcast I think that. Every, every podcast, every Wheelhouse Live, I'm like, why is my voice not as deep as I think it is?
1: No, but, like, just, like, I, I want to, like, find that clip and just, like, you hear my voice, but then you hear it now. I don't, like... It takes time. Like, it definitely takes time to develop and, like, get your groove, understand things, like, understand your own athleticism. Like, that was really what, like, made me who I am now. Like, I really committed to like riding other people's rides. Like i come to your rides and I still do. And like, I support all our motivators and I you still, you work out
0: like a beast too. You work out like, I mean, you don't, you not only teach s- at wheelhouse, you teach at thrive, an, at thrive yeah. and, yeah. and you work out like crazy. I mean, I don't thought <laughs> like, I do not. Yeah. I come to, uh, other rides when I can. And like, I, you know, work full time and I teach part time, whatever full time. Yeah. But like, but I don't sleep. I don't sleep, <laughs> sleep, sleep. Sleep, if you're listening, I love you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Fuck. But I, but I, I respect like the hustle, and it's it's yeah. hard because it's like you look back and you're like, wow, I can't believe that I was ever this person. Yeah. And, but even this this whole journey, we're talking about four years. Not a long time. Yeah. It's really not a long time, and it's, you've come so 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 far.
1: But it's, like, it's crazy how much it evolved. Like, it's, you know, it came down to just me being comfortable with myself, understanding my riders, understanding, that the ridership, like, the community that is Wheelhouse. Yeah. But then it, like, then it trickled down into being, like, okay, well, how can I push them? How can I push me? Like, how can I, like, is it, like, my music style? Is it, like, my choreo? Is it, like, my structure? Like, I still follow a similar template all the time, but I try to play around with it a little bit more. But getting inspiration, like, having, like, I've had people from, like, Toronto, Adam, if you're listening to this, I love you, Jesus um, Jesus. he came to my ride, like, um, I had, uh, Kyle, no, not Kyle, Kyle was in my ride, Matt from Ride Cycle Club in Toronto, came to my ride once when he was here for work, and it's just, like, it's insane how quick your network, like, builds. becomes, and yeah. builds, like, yeah. I have, like, especially as of late, just like our live platform and things like that. Like I have connected with so many different instructors from, you know, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto. Um, I have a rider in Australia. That, like that yeah. does my live rides yeah. all the time. She's Matt
0: and Karen, if you're listening like, <laughs> from Atlanta, like literally there's people from across the world. I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's like, we, I mean, even we, we, we talked about Angela Davis, like she's an inspiration of mine from her, motivation perspective. It's almost like evangelical church, like, and that's yeah. sort of what I've heard from certain
1: riders. And like, I've been to her ride. E- and, she's oh unbelievable. she's so um, unbelievable.
0: So, so intense.
1: It's just like, it's, it's such a cool experience to like really seeing how people receive your vulnerability, like yeah. being open on, on this, like, and I know like we're talking about a, a room with bikes that don't move and we're doing these weird dance moves and whatever, like you can call it a cult, you can call it whatever it is. But honestly, that 45 minutes is just like a great time to feel amazing about yourself because you're working out, but you also have a time to really disconnect because like the world is fucked up, especially right now the world is so fucked up. And like that 45 minutes, like even if you want to call it whatever it is and you want to diss whoever's doing it, like, but maybe actually come and try it out first because you're really going to find like your groove. You're going to find your understanding because it's not about just like working out. It's not about finding a connection. It's not about this. It's like this literally the energy, this like bubble of like things that just like come together from it. It's just like this, like it's, it's awesome. Well,
0: I think it's a, it's a perfect synchronization of mental wellness and physical wellness. And
1: 100% (laughs) and
0: it's really hard to find unique experiences where you are not being asked to, to multitask yeah like we I was, I was talking to somebody who hasn't tried spin and I was talking to them you know who's heard maybe it could be a little cult like and that's that's completely fine that's your own assessment um, but but I did express the fact that it's it's unique in the way that you don't have your phone there you're not in a well-lit place you're being asked to really sort of turn within to some of the messages that we're speaking about. Mm-hmm. You are disconnected from the external world, you know, with exception of those who have an Apple Watch, and I can see that light lighting up in the middle of the ride if you are looking at a notification. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> if you wear an Apple Watch, I love you. If <laughs> you
0: wear <learned> an Apple Watch, please don't come to I'm kidding. I, um, it's it's such a unique experience where you are, you're you're able to turn off the world and for. Anybody who feels any level of anxiety, I think that's such a unique thing where it's like you're you're actually given permission to like disconnect disconnect yeah. and therefore connect with other people and therefore connect with yourself too in a deeper way. Like
1: totally. And like it really goes beyond the actual idea of like the ride. Like there are riders here who have never met prior to being at Spin and other best friends. Like Best friends. It's just like it there's just like this like like-minded people doing like-minded things and like really supporting each other. that's like the idea of community for me is like being there, not just for yourself, but for others as well.
0: But also, and also coming from completely diverse backgrounds, yes. like, as you said, it's, it's really interesting to me that I think as a person, you know, I've been single in my past. You're single now. There's people who come to our rides who are widowed, who have lived with their partner for decades. And then all of a sudden don't. And people who are trying to find themselves after relationships and don't or like people who are in marriages and then maybe bring their partner along. We have such a diversity of experiences and relationships and you find this commonality. Again, I think that's really unique to spin because of the environment. And like I just don't think it's possible in other circumstances because there's so many other things demanding our attention. Totally. So it's it's quite unique. At this point, okay, I kind of want to turn to Q and A, but I want to like allow you like like bring the I'll, tail in. I'll, like, or... I'll, I'll
1: bring the tail in. Okay, of it. um, it'll be quick. I know that I'm going off on t- so many tangents. This might be like a tangent, one,
0: tangent, tangent. Part one, part two of this <laughs> Honestly, podcast. Can you imagine?
1: Um, I think that like so like we opened up, things are great. Um, had an amazing first year.
0: Yes. You know, like saw I can't myself. Like, it's two years. I know. Sorry,
1: I just it, the, it, I just blew the talking. No, 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 it's, it's, it's amazing for You year. know, like there's some great experiences of like you know like run your lungs out, like different like different events, like different rides, different charities, different Spinaway, like spin away stigma. No, but like like literally like all these like different things that we like showed up for, or like raised money for, or like really like showed like gave our all to. Like yes. it really it really like showed.
0: Yeah, and expanded our community yeah. too. Yeah,
1: and like. I think that the biggest shift I noticed is this year. Yeah. Like COVID. I hate that motherfucker. But really has taught COVID me. COVID so, if
0: you're listening, we hate <laughs>
1: Yeah, COVID if you're listening, unsubscribe. Like, you are not allowed to follow this podcast. Um, I'm laughing so much. <laughs> like the beginning of the year, like again, like you go through those like pits of doubt, whatever. Tay, myself, Lyndon, Kyle, um, one of Linden's friends, like we all went to LA and like Tay and I and Kyle, like literally ripped up three rides a day, went to like soul cycle, like got inspiration. It was absolutely amazing. And then like, literally, I think I got COVID during that. No, you FYI, I no, think you I did. did. No. Cause I remember I came back a week later. I was teaching at 6am on Friday for Julia and I almost threw up at the end of it. Being oh like, I don't God. feel so well. I'm and then, pissed. and then I was like, Oh wait, I ended up doing the 930. So Then I slept on the bench cause I was so sick. I had like cold, like cold sweats and I taught the nine thirty, just sitting on the podium. I wasn't no. even—I didn't even touch the bike. I was like, I can't. No. But like, COVID wasn't really a thing. Like, we weren't very no. like. It wasn't driven to us. It was in Canada. Whatever. Also,
0: like the the mentality of like work until you're dead is sort of a, a that thing was that me. I, that was well. It was. I was I, on the
1: floor at Lululemon, like almost throwing up in the bathroom, and then I had to drive home. Um, it, yeah, it's it, it, just it,
0: the mentality yeah. that existed pre-COVID is like, if you're if you're sick or sick, did not exist like if you're sick, you're sick, wink, wink, like stay until you actually, please
1: fall. like yeah. give us that report by end of day. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. But so can, Are you going to be available? Are you going to be on your phone? Are you
1: throwing up? You, Do you have the sniffles? Are you in the hospital? <laughs> yeah. Like, can you speak? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I think. And then like when things started to close, it was really a big wake up call. Like I remember like diving in right away, like helping Tay deliver bikes. Like I found a, a van to like move all the bikes, did. like, like all that. And then I remember like, you and like, I remember like thinking about like the lives and you came in and then like all of a sudden, like we like made this like makeshift like thing out of like our supplies cart. Yes. Like, yeah. But like that moment and we then like, we were in the newspaper. Yeah. We were like, yeah. I was in the newspaper twice. And oh it, my gosh. One for the delivery, <laughs> one for the live. Um, but it was just like that moment really for all of us as motivators, as like fitness instructors, even if you don't teach spin, but you teach boot camps, whatever you teach that moment was a moment for you to really take a moment to, like, actually be like, how can I create this experience without anyone in the room? Yeah. Like, that was the biggest thing. Because I remember, like, when we first started the lives, like, on Instagram, it was you and I were the first from Winnipeg. And, right. you know, like... like
0: Yeah, we did that co-thing.
1: And, like, just, like, learning from it. Like, it was just, like, you, you literally had to... Completely erase what you've learned as a motivator, and like dial into the fact that like you need to create this whole experience. This whole thing is just you,
0: without the lights, without the darkness, without the candles, like the people, without the people, people, most importantly, without the people. And you know, as you're saying this, it actually reminded me of like it's, There was almost parallels to being in training again because you're like, yes, I have developed this whole. Routine. I've developed this whole uh, niche, niche like, yeah, like yeah. experience for people, and I ha- and it's all stripped away. And I have to figure out how to replicate that, and really like, like tear away all of these other things <laughs> to be at like, who am I as a motivator at, at the core, and how can I just really succinctly like almost directly deliver that message without any of these other dressings yeah. up without having the advantage of a dark room without having the advantage of having people disconnect because that's the other thing is people are riding with us and they have kids at their feet they have like bright windows they have all these other things that yeah. like, would add to our ride and add to the overall experience and it was it was definitely a learning uh, curve for all of it us. It was
1: wild. Because yeah. I remember like the first couple ones that I did, I was like, okay, that was great. And I'd look back and I'd be like, I didn't look like I was working out at all.
0: Or having fun. Or having vibes. fun. Yeah. Like I
1: was too in my head. Like it really like <laughs> It sounds hilarious, but like you become an actor. Like you, you literally no. have to like Exaggerate. I yeah. Like I got a, a DM recently from a writer here in Winnipeg that's been doing the live since we've closed. And he said to me, he was like The way that you engage the camera makes me feel like I'm there.
0: Yeah. It makes me feel
1: like you don't need anybody in that room to, like, make me feel like I'm actually getting what I deserve. And I, like, that message, he sent it to me, like, literally two days ago, and I was like, that is, like, the best compliment. Because, like... It's so different doing lives. Like, and any instructor that's watching this, you know, it's so different because even when we were doing it with an audience, like we would have people here when we had our restrictions a little bit lower and like we could have people in the room. It's still different because there's different lighting. There's, you know, you're still engaged on the camera. Like you're not, there's still things that you can't do that you would do in a regular ride. Yeah. And.
0: But it's a little bit more in the, like the, the, the dial a little bit more in the middle where yeah. you're like okay, I'm engaging people in the room and I'm feeding off their energy and I'm hearing them scream and cheer and jeer and all that sort of stuff. And there's a camera, so I almost treat that camera like it's five people and I'm looking yeah. at that camera, but I'm also looking at the rest of the room. Yeah. When it's just you and a camera, it is like you're almost having to conjure up this like faux audience. And, and as you said, like... Pretend. I sort of feel like it's like you're imagining what people would be doing, and I always imagine my favorite writers. I imagine Kayla, I imagine Melinda, I imagine yeah. Janet. I imagine oh, Melinda. Who, like literally like JP, like Reese, like everyone, Rose, like, like all Robin, of Robin,
1: <laughs> like, Carly, like oh, Lindy. If you're, all if you're all listening. We, listening, we, we love you. We love you. Can <laughs> we have you back? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's so true, and like. I remember, like, leaving those rides, like, where we would be teaching, like, face in the W, or we didn't have, yes. like, a fancy camera. Like, if you guys saw what the behind-the-scenes looked like because of Tay's agility, mm-hmm. you would be like, that actually worked. Like, he made, like metal. he made a camera stand out of a ladder. A ladder. A camera stand out of a ladder. He did that for us. Yes. But, like, I remember leaving those rides feeling so exhausted. I had no so voice. So exhausted because I literally gave every ounce of energy I put every turn on that dial as hard as I could that also taught me how to be a motivator without the camera and like how to like actually show that I'm doing the work along with them so that I can feel this inclusiveness where like I'm like yeah you know my dial's a little bit to the left you know like I'm not actually working as hard as you because I need to speak but like finding that like and I'm sure you have the same like you you felt the same way because it's like it's such a different way of like connecting cuz like it you're is. you're in the grind with them. You are yeah. working as hard as you can with them and you're creating this amazing experience. I can't like I can't even explain like the feeling it's, I get after. It's
0: something you just like sort of know and you have to I think it's it's wonderful because you also learn to trust your intuition. You don't have that immediate validation of somebody coming up to you after a ride being like that was amazing you just have to sort of know that it was your best yeah and that demands a level of like responsibility to the dial to your form to constantly checking in with yourself and so I often feel exhausted after a wheelhouse (laughs) live ride because I'm just so so spent like I'm just so spent, I've given every single, there's not a moment of rest of where I'm taking the same reflection as others are taking where maybe the lights are off after, you know, I do a lot of like emotional tracks after a weights track that just doesn't, you can't quite land that in the same way in a, in a live ride because it's just not the same. So you have to adjust it. There's no downtime and you have to trust that what you delivered was the perfect amount in that moment. And if you didn't, Watch the ride back. Make improvements for the next. I hate time. doing it, but I do it all the time.
1: I have to. You, like,
0: but you also can't dwell on it. You have to. Like, there's times where I'm like, is she like? I honestly can't remember. And because you know, you change things on the fly, right? You think, yeah. you think something's gonna be great, and then you try and you ride, and you're like, oh, this is you're way like, harder than I thought. Just two dips. <laughs> just
1: g- no four corners. No, four you corners. know, like I'm gonna do whatever I need to do, and I totally get that. And yeah, I find that like the lives are such a humbling thing because it's, it's like instant feedback for yourself. Mm-hmm. Great marketing tactic because you can post all that shit on Instagram. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. fucking love it.
0: Um, I'm gonna start p- posting videos where just before the beat drops, <laughs> I, like, <literally, laughs> yeah. have, and I'm like, "Get at me, a 25 for Wheelhouse Live code KC25." Yeah, like, <laughs> like whatever.
1: Like yeah, but it's like it's also a good way for you to connect to others, like outside of like out uh, of Winnipeg, Regina, like yeah. I it mean, is so like. This whole live, like, on-demand platform, like, I don't... I, I personally, like, when I do live rides, like, when I when I ride with my bike, I don't have the same motivation I would as a, as if I'm in a room. Absolutely. But I love the idea of, like, getting inspiration and, like, working hard, especially with our wheelhouse platform where we can't go to Regina right now. Like, riding with those Regina riders. It is
0: such a gift. This like, is amazing. I, I mean, again, this this may say, like, seem like a wheelhouse, you know, promotional, whatever. It's like, I mean, they're not sponsoring this. But, like, I feel like if... What I love about Wheelhouse, the Wheelhouse live platform that I express to people who ask me like what it's like, I'm like, it's not just riding with Winnipeg motivators. You're riding with Regina motivators. You're riding with the motivators we just talked about in who inspired yeah. us, who helped us like be, remain accountable to our athleticism and all those sorts of things. And you're discovering people who are still local to a degree, right? Yeah. Like, like I posted a maybe a month or two ago about the difference between, quote unquote, the difference between a Peloton bike and a wheelhouse bike. Yeah. And it's really, it was talking about the difference between supporting local and not. Yeah. Because you can make whatever purchasing decision you want in your life, and there's there's literally no judgment. But if you have the opportunity to support local, like why not do it? Yeah. And, and also when you know that the local option has the quality that it does, um, that we're talking about today, yeah. where we're like, I'm inspired and I will... As a, as a motivator, as a, somebody who lives and breathes this, will choose to ride a Casey ride versus somebody else's ride, will choose to ride a Michael's ride versus somebody else's ride. Like, it's it's really not said with any sort of um, trying to manipulate anybody. It's that that's just the straight facts. Yeah. It's like, I prefer to expand my horizons in a local setting and then to know that the quality is so flipping high because they've been dedicating themselves to this, to making sure that it's like the quality that it is, is, is a bonus. Right.
1: Yeah. And like, I, I still like, I'll trial and I'll like subscribe or like support other local businesses too with their online platforms. Absolutely. As we should. Yeah. Like I, I'm a very big advocate of supporting local, but I also think that, in this current climate and situation, like just like local studios in itself are just like, we just need to support each other and like build each other up. And so it's like, you know, I'm trying um, a couple studios in Vancouver. I've done a couple in Toronto. I currently have like two subscriptions in Winnipeg. Like I, I like, I really want people to know that like, I support local on top of like, you know, I work in local. Like I, you know, I am in this community and in this industry with you and I'm, it's not like a, it's again, it's not a competition. It's, it's, it's It's
0: not. And, and the thing is like the, I mean, well, I will always say like wheelhouse fur, you know, it's because it's, it's what I live and breathe. Yeah. Same. Um, I again, recently made a post about other studios and, yeah. like, and actually kind of like referenced like how I knew other people, because I think even like our origin story is kind oh, of funny. hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you know, people like, Alyssa is another person I've known for close to 15 years and she has been one of my best friends and she's at a different studio in Winnipeg WPG Cycle like happy to shout you out that's a place that I used to be a karma person at and used to ride at and like where a lot of us or other people used to teach
1: I, at I used to ride there all the time like a girl that I work with at Thrive Becky she teaches there and Becky I go in Potter, to Becky Potter Potter. six
0: foot tall
1: yeah. person um, and she is absolutely incredible and like I've gone to her rides before we close like it's just like it's just like it's such a a nice thing to know that like we can seek inspiration from others, but also yes. seek support from others too. Like yeah. I would, I would love to spend $25 on a drop in if that means that it's supporting someone that is actually just as passionate about it as I am. Yeah. And like that's how I see it, like it's, yeah.
0: and there's always going to be people that you just don't jive with. Right. Like, oh. but it doesn't mean that you don't support them. Like, you exactly. can, I think it's, there's it begs another podcast episode at some point where it's like, you not jiving with somebody doesn't mean that you have conflict with them. Yeah. Like I may not resonate with certain people. That doesn't mean that they don't like me as a person and vice yeah. versa. Um, okay. Let's get to some questions. Yeah. Cause because we're, we're like, really going way, way, way over. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom and dad are
1: calling me. And being like, What's up? What <laughs> like are Where are
0: you? Mom and dad, if you're listening, we love you. Um, okay. Let me, we'll just like cut this like little break here as I,
1: I do really have to pee.
0: Too bad. Okay. I have some misconceptions here. Ooh. Okay, this is a really good question. Okay. What if you are literally not feeling upbeat? How do you, quote unquote, pour from an empty cup? So I imagine this question is about oh, like, oh, that's teaching.
1: a good one. Because uh-huh. there's been days and been times where I feel defeated mentally and physically and whatever i don't know what i can't even describe it like it's it's the moment that you're on the bike and that you're in control and like your music plays you know exactly what's going to happen like you've planned this like you've created this like experience you almost become like a different person like you almost become like this like confident like again like it's it's very like Cutting into the idea of, like, those 45 minutes away from everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, it means everything to the riders, but it also means it to us, too. Like, that's 45 minutes for us to connect on a different level and not worry about what else is outside of that vault. Yeah. outside of this room.
0: Completely agree. I think it's, it actually, like, the cup gets filled. When it does, we're here. 100%. Like, it's it's funny how that happens. It definitely doesn't feel like an obligation or something that takes even further. It yeah. gives back, actually. Gives back,
1: yeah. You, like, leave feeling absolutely like 3,000% better than before.
0: What's the trick to getting the beat? I always feel like I look like a fool. Ha ha. So I'm going to like, I saw this before I just said this out loud. So I'm going to like take it and then let you finish like answer. But I mean, I think it's just, I think sometimes people put too much on the dial because they like, and that will prevent you from getting on the beat. Yeah. And you really have to like, follow the lead leg to be able to sort of look like you're in sync with everybody else because you're going to be dropping kind of to one side. Yeah. Um, so those are my like first two things. Like you might be putting too much on the dial. You might not be putting enough. Like to, if you're bouncing around in a climb or whatever it is yeah. um, or you might not be on the right lead leg. What are your thoughts
1: on that? I, I, I completely agree with all of that. I don't know what it is, but the first song I thought about when you were explaining that is "When I Get There" by Big Wild, oh and gosh. I think you just put that in your ride <laughs> just recently. Did, yeah. Um, it's just like the idea of like the thought of like the ball of your foot that's clipped into your bike is smacking the ground as soon as that beat drops. Like do yes. do do. That's like that's he's, all you need to think foot of. Down
0: as he's like, <laughs> I am like exaggerating. I
1: don't know what it is, but it's just like. Your body should like almost like melt to that Be like boom, yes. boom, like drop, drop. Yes. Um, if you guys are subscribed to Wheelhouse Live, I am doing a wheel prep series. So you Ooh. will get a little bit more in depth on that. I've love been filming it. it for the past couple of days. Uh, so it's a little bit more of like a, a beginner's like intro, things like that. But I love that. Just and
0: like
1: don't think about it too much. That's also a thing too is like if you're too in your head, you're not going to get it because you're going to consistently be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this when you actually might be doing it.
0: You might be doing it literally like, you know, especially if you're looking at a mirror or something yeah. that might be actually messing with you. So just, uh, what I, what sort of was conjured when you were talking about the, like melting into the beat and you want your body to like fall into it. Um, I, I can't remember if it was like Lyndon or somebody put it like, it's as if you're the kick drum is like, you're literally hitting yes. a drum with your foot And as you hit the bottom of the wheel, it is like you're, like, you're trying to press the drum at this exact same time. And, like, if you're not a percussionist, you know, you might not know what I'm talking about.
1: And it takes time. So don't, like, feel like you're, like, five rides in and you're going to be absolutely amazing at it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I
1: don't even know how long it took me to get the beat. Sometimes I still can't find it. Sometimes like it's it. just don't be so hard on yourself. If you feel off, you feel off. That's fine. Move yeah. forward. Like don't be so stuck in your head, but you need to be this perfect way. Because and if,
0: if you watch some of us, like at the beginning of a, of a track on wheelhouse live, I think it's for me, it's because there's, there's lights and there's different things that are sort of distracting me. Um, I won't always be on the beat right away. Like I same. need to sort of find it, close my eyes and I'll like add and just like feel it out. Even if I've listened to this track a hundred times, I can't quite hear it. This is a really interesting one. Um, I'm not gonna say who it's from, but it's one of our veteran regulars. Can, I can, see? can you oh. see <laughs> can you see if we are on slash offbeat when we ride in studio?
1: Yes. <laughs> we definitely can. Um I think that like especially like I think in a wheelhouse setting, especially, we're not we're not elitists. Oh. We're not. We're not crazy. Anybody can ride like, in the front row. Anyone can ride in the front row, and I will humbly allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just – it becomes a gray area because you really want to make sure that someone's experience is going to be that great. But there's also times where you feel like you might need to correct someone. And yeah. if, if you have, like, you know, a ridership or, like, you have an understanding of this person because they've been in your riders a few times or they've reached out to you – Don't feel afraid to do it because it's coming out of a place of love. It's not being like, you're doing this wrong. You need to correct this. It's like, uh, this is what you need to do to do it. I have a great backstory from when I was back in um, Los Angeles with Taylor in uh, February. There's an instructor named Pixie. Again, Pixie, if you're listening to this, I love you. Um, She has been teaching at Soul for forever. She is this beautiful, gorgeous, like, athlete. She's just, like, all about yoga. She's just so... Love her name. Her energy is just, like... Chef's kiss. She will say in her ride, at the beginning of the ride, saying, I'm not here to ridicule you. I'm not here to make your experience a negative experience. I potentially might come off my bike, and I might correct you. Mm -hmm. But it's coming out of a place of love and a place of motivation. Like, I want to see you succeed. Yeah. And I'm seeing an opportunity, and this is how I'm going to do it. So during a ride, she'll literally go, and she'll adjust someone's seat.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: With permission, obviously. Yes, yeah. But she'll... She'll say, "Bring your, bring your, you know, put your um, handlebars up a little more." That's why you're not dipping as fast as you're yeah. supposed to be. Like she'll actually go and give constructive in the moment corrections. Yeah. But it's coming from like a literal, just the way that she does it. It's so like quick and concise. It's not like this like little like, like oh you know you're doing great, but like listen, blah blah. blah. It's, it's just it's like literally her going, like, adjusting the correction yes. and being like, "How does that feel?" Well,
0: and I love that's a part that it's a part of the culture, right? Cause yeah. If that's consistently happening, then it's not a big deal when it happens. Yeah. But if it's like. If uh, we were to start doing that, and be like, I'm just you know, sometimes yeah. I've had some awkward moments where I've like put a candle in somebody's face and they didn't know what to do, and I'm like, oh, blow it out, and, the, and I'm like, you know what, you know what? let's just forget it this ever happened. Your face, like, Damn it. <laughs> let's just forget this ever happened. But yeah, we we can see when you're on offbeat, and sometimes I'll like just make eye contact and say, you know, I need like if you, and I'll say something general usually because I don't necessarily, it's not necessarily my style to call somebody out, but I'll say. If you are bouncing or if you're feeling like you're not secure or if your feet want to go faster than mine or if they want to go slower than mine, you need to adjust the dial. And I'll, like, give those cues. Um, Okay. I'm going to finish it off with one final question. And it's kind of a – it's one that's open-ended. So what qualities does a great instructor have? Like, what do you feel like are qualities that a great instructor has?
1: Oh, that's a – that's a deep ass question. I know. I can um, answer first if you want. <laughs> if you want to. Okay.
0: <laughs> My hands up. Um, for me, so I think, first of all, like great instructor, like a great instructor is subjective, right? Like people will think I'm a great instructor. People think I'm a terrible instructor. It's Same. It's literally, yeah. it's whatever floats your boat. Um, I personally vibe with instructors who are authentic Who don't try and sell me bullshit? Who are only talking about experiences that resonate with them? I'm pointing at Casey because he just he talked about this earlier in the in the show about he often will just draw on things that are applying to his life. I do not want somebody to tell me about overcoming challenges when I know for a fact that they haven't to the degree that I have, and that is a hard thing. Like, I understand that that's a hard expectation to have. Yeah. But I don't want somebody to regurgitate things that I've said because my experience is my experience. And mm-hmm. I will only believe somebody if they are speaking from the heart. And when they do, it's like magic happens. So for me, a great instructor is somebody who is committed to being authentic, no matter what that looks like. Because even if it's a message that I don't necessarily, like, even know I needed, it will resonate. It yeah. will land with me yeah. if it's true to them.
1: Yeah. I would totally agree with everything you said. I think that, and that's not like me being like, yeah, okay, let's finish the podcast. <laughs> let's get out of here. Um, I think that it, it, it's really knowing who you are first and foremost, and then knowing the potential of others. Like, that's mm-hmm. a big thing too. Like I, see myself in a lot of riders. I see myself in a lot of motivators and instructors and everything like that too. Um, it really comes down to the fact that like when you show up for someone, if it's one person in the ride or 43 people, like you need to be on, you need to be that person because people are paying, people are supporting you and you need to, roll with that. You need to be on board with that. You need to honor that, honor that. Be with the, like some of my best rides were with four people in it. Mm -hmm. And then before that, I'm like looking at the roster being like, what the fuck? There's (laughs) 39 open bikes. Like, why is this a thing? And getting so so hard on myself, things like that. Like being humble, being vulnerable, being open, um, and being accepting. Like, I think that that, that's a big thing for me too is like I've definitely been in rides before where I haven't felt accepted. And that doesn't make you feel good. Yeah. You want to have those, those, those relationships, those feelings where like you are worthy of being here. You mm-hmm. are worthy of spending your money to better yourself first of all because that's what you're doing when you spend whatever, if you buy a drop in, whatever you do, you buy a bike. Recognize that like you actually are showing up for yourself. But that person that's on that bike is showing up more for you. Like yeah. that's like that's that is why they're there. Like that is why I am here. Is because, you know, for a minute it was for me being like, wow, I can do this. But mm-hmm. actually, it's for me to connect and I like give you a reason to show up. Yeah. Give you a reason to get out of bed at five fifteen in the morning to show up for a six a.m. ride. Yeah, I hate six a.m. rides. Um, <laughs> it's Allison. If you're listening to this, I love you. Um,
0: <laughs> it's. I mean, I think like what you're saying and like what I'm taking from what you're saying. It's like, like we have a responsibility and so a great instructor will be somebody who honors that responsibility because it's not only somebody like investing their dollars, but it's investing their time. Yeah. Like to say, I'm going to sit in this room with you for 45, 48, 60 minutes, whatever it is. And like, be here with you. I'm investing my time. I know I take that responsibility. So like to heart. And that's why I, I try and become a better instructor and like, and can be hard on myself sometimes because I, I recognize that that investment yeah. is such a responsibility on me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that that's exactly what you're saying It's like, we have, we can, we have the potential to make such a great impact on the lives of other people. That's why we do what we do. Right.
1: That's why I do it. If I wasn't making an impact, I wouldn't be here today and I need to give myself more credit for that. And I need to toot my own horn for that. Mm-hmm. But like, I also need to, and I think I do, I, I a good job of this now is like really appreciating the, the people that show up for me and yes. the people that show up for themselves first and foremost. Like yes. I, I love to celebrate that because like, it does not matter how old you are, your weight, your height, your, the color of your skin, like who you love. Like when you're in this room, surrounded by like-minded people, you're going to get that support that you wanted from this. You're mm-hmm. going to get the endurance, the athleticism, but you want out of this. Like, you are in control of it. Like, I'm not turning the dial for you. Yeah. I can't right now because of COVID. But, like, <laughs> you are in control of your outcome of this ride. And, like, that is the best part of being a motivator and going to people's rides is knowing that, like, I am in control.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that, and that, that makes me want to work even harder. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to half-ass it knowing that I am in control.
0: It's, it, yeah, disappointing yourself is, like, so much worse yeah. than disappointing yeah. somebody else. But spin brings both of those things together. Yeah. Casey where can we find you to follow you to be a part of your journey to journey. like to work out with you like, take all your shit. Okay, yeah.
1: so, um, obviously Wheelhouse Cycle Club, because it's just been a promotion this whole podcast.
0: <laughs> Sponsored by Wheelhouse Cycle
1: Club. Um, I just started teaching at Thrive Active. Uh, it's a boot camp in Winnipeg. The facility is absolutely amazing. If you want to check out their Instagram, it's at Thrive Active underscore. Uh, they have amazing programs, plans, online platform. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Casey Langston. C-A-S-E-Y. I'm going to start at Casey
0: Langston. Instagram.
1: Oh, Oh, my God, don't. Um, and then the last name is L-A-N-X-O-N. So, Langson. Uh, give me a follow. Um, ask me anything. Give me requests. Give me feedback. Give me love, because I'll yeah, give it
0: right Yeah, shoot him back a DM you. and say Slide how wonderful he is. Yeah. Casey, thank you so much for being on the SE again Thanks podcast. for having me. I think you've inspired so many people. I know I'm so excited to take a ride. I think everybody else will be, too. And I hope thank that you. you know everybody realizes that there's a place for them. No matter where they are, as you said so eloquently, no matter how much money they have, no matter who they love, no matter how they're born, whatever, Wheelhouse is a place for you. Casey Langson Ryan yeah, yeah. is for you. We will see you on the next episode of the Yes You Can podcast. I love
1: you, Hannah. I Thank love you, you too. Casey,
0: for listening, I love you. <laughs>